Hola, hola, y bienvenidos al tercer episodio de La Frontera Within. I'm your host, Angela George, and in this episode, we'll be talking with my mama Angie, who is my grandma, about her immigration story and some of the experiences she had early on in the United States. So without further ado, let's jump right in. So in this episode, I'm really wrapping up my interviews that I did for my thesis, and I just wanted to take a moment to talk about kind of the history behind El Testimonio in Chicana feminist literature. Basically, El Testimonio, which means testimony, personal stories, has a history in Chicana literature because of the tradition of being silenced. Chicanas elevate each other's voices as much as possible. One article that was useful for me to kind of delve into what is Chicana feminist literature and what is the Chicana feminist lens was Sin Vergüenza, Chicana Feminist Theorizing, the Karen Mary Davalos, who is a professor at the University of Minnesota. Davalos says Chicana feminism encourages the use of autobiographical voices. And that's largely because of the blending of genre that Chicana feminists use to illustrate the story in all the perspectives possible. And that's largely because Chicanas have very complex stories that need multiple genres to fully illustrate all the feelings and intersections that go into a Chicana's identity and a Chicana's narrative. This project itself being a multidisciplinary, multi-genre project is part of that body of work of Chicana literature that uses the multiple genres to illustrate a story in its full capacity. When I was conducting these interviews, they wouldn't have been the same if you had just read them. I thought it was really important for my listeners, for my audience to hear the voices of these women so that you could understand all the experience that has gone into their stories. My grandmother was approximately 19 years old when she crossed the border without her mom, and at that point she did have a child. After that first initial crossing, she crossed back and forth to visit her mom several times by herself, and was also creating a life by herself in the United States in a place where she didn't speak the language. It takes an incredible amount of independence and resilience to be able to build something like that from the ground up with nothing. She started by cleaning houses, and with that income, within a year, she was able to buy a house for her mom back in Zacatecas. Limpiando con la gente rica, pues. Yo era la que limpiaba la casa. Todo eso. Les lavaba, les planchaba. Duré un año y junté, junté mil... 1500 Before sitting down with my mama Angie to do this interview, I didn't even know where she was from. And for the record, she's from Tepechitlan, Zacatecas. Having these conversations with my grandma meant that a dream that I've had since I started learning Spanish finally came true. My main goal in trying to become bilingual was always to be able to speak with my family comfortably and to learn about things that you can't really translate to English. And one of those things are these stories that I'm sharing from my grandma. While spending the weekend with her leading up to the interview, I really was able to finally meet her as an adult and by myself. 
it was extremely overwhelming to be alone in that journey and just completely jump into a full immersion experience. For the whole weekend, we only spoke in Spanish and for a while it felt like the years and years of Spanish that I've been studying were worthless. Like I couldn't say anything, but at the end of the night, she would always offer me un cafecito and everything would be okay. Being isolated from my Spanish-speaking family has been one of the big reasons I felt so disconnected from my culture. And finally being able to reunite with my mama Angie after probably five plus years of not seeing her was something really special. And and then on top of that, capturing some of the stories from her early life in the United States right around when she was my age was a once in a lifetime experience. By my age, she had already worked countless jobs, moved to a new country, had been married several times and had a few children. The amount of resilience she has is unparalleled and yet she's still the kindest and sweetest human being you could imagine. She would give me a blanket if I seemed cold and she always wants to make sure that everyone leaves with their bellies full and the most beautiful flower from her garden freshly picked for them. The legacy of immigration in Mexican Americans is reflected across Chicana literature obviously and you know a Frontera Within podcast episode would not be complete without a quote from Anseldua. This one I think mirrors a lot of the life story of my mama Angie and the themes that I've seen within her. Anseldua writes, to this day I'm not sure where I found the strength to leave the source, the mother, disengage from my family, mi tierra, gente, and all that picture stood for. I had to leave home so I could find myself, find my own intrinsic nature buried under the personality that had been imposed on me. While talking with my mama Angie and eventually becoming comfortable enough in my Spanish to talk about my own life and share with her my hopes and dreams, she just reminded me over and over again to be independent, and I see that theme a lot in the stories that she told me. Probably the most surprising and inspiring story that I managed to get on the recording was that of her being the first woman in her town to start wearing pants. I was moments from turning off the recording device when she started talking about pantalones and I was like, what is happening? That was Freddie, a very close friend, jogging her memory about being the first woman in her town to wear pants. My mama Angie's eyes lit up and she started talking about running through the streets in her pants and people running out to come see her. And she didn't care. She didn't care what they thought. She just continued to do it. And then she even bought more pants after that. Y todas salían, mira la pantalona, mira la pantalona. Y todas salían a verme y yo corrí y me metía para adentro. She was the town spectacle and she didn't care. It just blew my mind how much independence and confidence this woman had at such a young age to just be a rebel like that and to do something that was unprecedented in her town. And you can just see that independence carry through the rest of her life. It really made me realize how much I take wearing pants for granted. Listening to that story just made me so happy to know that I come from a line of such strong and independent women. 
I think you heard it in the last episode when I was talking about my mom and how she's the first Latina elected to the school board in our town. So I just also come from a line of firsts. And it made me so proud to know that I have that kind of history running through my veins. To circle back to Davalos, Chicana feminists employ a bold language and stance that does not anticipate or reproduce social codes and norms. Even though my grandma is Mexican, she embodies so much of what Chicanas aspire to be and what I aspire to be, someone who is not afraid to deconstruct what society tells me to do and someone who is not afraid to chart my own path. The purpose of this project was to find my origins and to find out who I am through the stories of the women that came before me. And listening to this incredible life story from my grandma, just a snippet of it was enough to really ground myself in that part of my identity and see like how much there is I can reach for. My grandmother was a dreamer. She dreamt of a better life and then she got it. She fought for it and then she got it. And not only did she get it for herself, she got it for her children and then her children got it for their children. And now I'm here and I'm going to fight for that same dream for my children. My biggest takeaway from my mama Angie is just to be completely fearless in every path that I go down. She was crossing into unknown lands. And even today, she recently moved to Yuba City and now is talking about wanting to go to Torrance and move again. She's moved so many times in her lifetime, so many times more than most people do. And she still has that spirit of exploration and the drive to find her community and the drive to find what she wants. And it was just completely invaluable to be witness to that kind of drive right now when I'm at such a pivotal moment about to graduate and just be able to see like, yes, I come from a line of people who reach for what they want fearlessly and I will never stop reaching for my dreams, just like my grandma. Thank you for joining me on this episode of La Frontera Within. I've been your host, Angela George. I hope that if you take anything from this episode, it's to fearlessly reach for your dreams. Good luck.